وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يتع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار Indeed the praise is for Allah We praise Him, we seek His help and we seek His forgiveness We seek refuge with Allah from the evils that are within ourselves and from our bad deeds Whomsoever Allah guides, no one can lead this person astray. And whomsoever Allah leads astray, then there is no guide for him. I bear witness that none has the right to be worshipped except for Allah who is alone with our partners. And I bear witness that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is the servant of Allah and his last messenger to all of mankind. O oh, you who believe, fear Allah with the right that he should be feared. And do not die unless you are in a state of submission to Allah. As a Muslim, practicing Al-Islam, O oh, mankind, fear your Lord who has created you from a single person and from that person created his mate and from them too scattered countless men and women throughout the earth and fear Allah from who you demand your mutual rights and do not cut off the relations with the wombs that have bore you indeed Allah is a watcher over you O oh, you who believe fear Allah and say that which is correct 
in order that Allah may rectify for you your deeds and forgive you of your sins. And whomsoever obeys Allah and His Messenger has achieved a tremendous achievement. As to what follows, certainly the most truthful speech is the Book of Allah, the Quran. And the best guidance is the guidance of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And the most evil of the affairs are the newly invented matters in the religion. And every newly invented matter in the religion is innovation. And every innovation is going astray. And every going astray is in the hellfire. From that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has criticized in the Quran from the blameworthy characteristics a person being afraid and shy in front of the people a person not wanting the people to know about his or her evil but at the same time the person is not afraid of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He mentioned in Surah An-Nisa, verse 108, They seek to conceal and hide their evil deeds and their crimes from the people, but they don't seek to hide their evil and their crimes from Allah. And He, Allah, is with them when they spend the night indulging in that which He is not pleased with from the speech. And Allah is all encompassing of that which they do. In this verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He is reprimanding the hypocrites, He is reprimanding the criminals, those who are weak in faith, weak in their certainty, those who fear the people more than they fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah he is reprimanding these individuals. As for the hypocrites, then we know their affair. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has exposed the hypocrites throughout the Quran. We have Surah Al-Munafiqun, the chapter of the hypocrites. In the beginning of Surah Al-Baqarah, when Allah mentions the three categories of people, the believers, the disbelievers, and then the hypocrites. Most of the verses as it relates to the three categories of people were mentioning the hypocrites because of their evil and their danger. Outwardly displaying faith, but in their hearts they disbelieve. The hypocrites are the people who seek to conceal their evil from the people, but when it relates to Allah, 
they don't have that shyness. They don't have that respect and reverence and awe for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But they don't want to be exposed to the people. And likewise, you have from amongst the criminals, those who are weak in faith, that they present a face to the people, a face of righteousness, a faith, a face of being dutiful to Allah and having strong iman, strong faith. But when they are alone, they don't seek to conceal their evil from Allah. And Allah Azza wa Jal is all aware of that which is in the hearts of mankind. It is mentioned in some of the books of Tafsir that there was an individual who stole a shield or some armor from a person. And the people they went to complain to the Prophet about this affair. And that the individual had dug a hole in his home and buried the piece of armor or the shield under the ground so that no one can see it. So Allah Azza wa Jal, He revealed this verse. Yastakhfuna min al-nas Allah. They seek to hide their crimes from the people, but they don't seek to hide their crimes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah, He knows and sees all things. We have a narration on the authority of Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiallahu anhu. Qala qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam istahyu min Allahi haqq al-haya. Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiallahu anhu mentioned that the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he mentioned be shy as it relates to Allah with true shyness. Qunna ya Nabi Allah Walhamdulillah. The Sahaba they respond, O Prophet of Allah, we have shyness in the praises for Allah. Qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, laysa that. That's not what I'm talking about. Thumma qala sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, walakin al istihya min Allah haqq al haya. He says, however, the true shyness from Allah is that you preserve your head in that which it comprehends. And that you preserve your belly and your insides in that which it takes in. And that you remember death and you remember the decaying of your body in the grave. And whoever desires, whoever wants to hear after, then let him abandon. The delights and the beauties of this world. ثم قال صلى الله عليه وسلم ومن فعل ذلك فقد استحيا. 
And whoever has done that, then this is the one who has truly observed shyness with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wassalatu wassalam ala ashrafil anbiya wal mursaleen Wa ala alihi wa ashabihi yajma'een amma ba'd We heard the words of our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as it relates to the true meaning of shyness with Allah. That the person preserves his head in that which it comprehends. The scholars, they mentioned the head consists of your eyes, your tongue, and your ears. We must preserve our sight our speech and our hearing from that which is haram out of shyness for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we must preserve and protect our thoughts from that which is inappropriate out of shyness for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we must preserve our bellies and be mindful of that which we eat and drink and be mindful we put into our bodies and make sure that it is from the halal. And some even mention that this also includes the heart, being that the heart is inside of the body, that a person must be mindful of that which is in his heart. Out of shyness for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We must remember death. And remember that we will be in the grave and our bodies will decay. So do not give precedence to pleasing your physical body over pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Out of shyness with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if a person truly wants the hereafter, he truly wants to meet Allah upon goodness, then it is upon that individual to abandon chasing after the life of this world. Take that which you need, which will suffice you to get by, and put your focus and make your priority the meeting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Out of what? Out of shyness for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And whoever does that, وَمَنْ فَعَلَ ذَلَكَ And whoever has done that, then he has observed the true shyness with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But some people, they lack shyness. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned, وَالْحَيَاءَ مِنَ الْإِيمَانِ Shyness is a branch of faith. So understand that whenever you lack shyness with Allah, you lack faith. 
There is a deficiency in the faith whenever there is a deficiency in the shyness. As Abdullah ibn Abbas radiyallahu anhi mentioned, إِذَا ذَهَبَ الْحَيَاءُ يَتْبَعْهُ الْإِيمَانُ That whenever the shyness leaves, the person's faith follows right behind it. The Prophet ﷺ, he mentioned, إِنَّ مِمَّا أَدْرَكَ النَّاسُ مِنْ كَلَامِ النَّبُوَّةِ الْأُولَى إِذَا لَمْ Indeed, that which the people have reached from the speech of the first prophethood, that if you do not have any shyness, do as you wish. People misunderstand this narration. There are two meanings to this narration. Number one, it is a threat. A threat from the Prophet Muhammad If you're not afraid of Allah, go ahead and do as you wish and wait for the punishment of Allah to come to you. That's one meaning. The other meaning is the Prophet is informing us about a people who do not have shyness. When you find criminals indulging in evil, is because they lack the shyness in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They don't care how Allah sees them. They don't care what Allah hears them saying. They don't care that Allah knows what's in their hearts. They have no shyness in front of Allah, so they do whatever they will. And then you have the righteous people. That they are not shy as it relates to doing an act of goodness. So the Prophet is telling the people of goodness, proceed upon that act of goodness because there is no shyness when it comes to doing good. One of the Salaf, he was asked about Al-Muru'ah. What is manhood? What is womanhood? فَقَالَ أَلَّا تَعْمَلْ فِي السِّرْ شَيْئًا تَسْتَحِي مِنْهُ فِي الْعَلَانِيَةِ Don't do anything in secrecy that you are ashamed of doing in public. That's true manhood and womanhood in Islam. If you are ashamed of doing something in public, don't do it in the privacy of your home. Why? Because Allah is watching. And the believer is always mindful that Allah is watching. And that Allah, He hears everything and He knows everything. So Allah, He mentions, And He's with them. And what is meant by Allah being with them? Meaning Allah is with them by way of His knowledge. Allah is with them by way of His sight and His hearing and being all aware. And not that Allah is everywhere in His essence. For the Prophet Muhammad never believed that Allah is everywhere. Nor did the Sahaba believe that Allah is everywhere. Allah Azawajal, He said to Musa and Harun, إِنَّنِي مَعَكُمَ أَسْمَعْ Indeed, I am with you. I hear and I see. 
I hear and I see. Also, Allah Azza wa Jal, He mentions Ar-Rahman al-Arshistawa. The most merciful, He rose above the throne. And in the narration where Muawiyah ibn Hakim al-Sulami, he became angry and he smacked a servant girl of his, and afterwards he had regret. And the Prophet said to him, Ittibiha, bring her to me. And then he said to her, Ain Allah, call it this summer, call a woman, Anna, call it unto Rasulullah. فَقَالَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ اَعْتِقْهَ فَإِنَّهَ مُؤْمِنًا The Prophet asked her, where is Allah? She said, Allah is above the heavens. She didn't say Allah is everywhere. Allah is above the heavens. If she was wrong, wallahi the Prophet would have corrected her right then and there. Where is Allah? Allah is above the heavens. And he said to her, and who am I? She said, you are the messenger of Allah. The Prophet said to Mu'awiyah ibn Hakam al-Sunami, free her for she indeed is a believer. Go back to the tafsir of Qadassami, Allahu qawla allati tujadiluka fi zawjiha. Allah has heard the speech of the woman who argues with you regarding her husband. Aisha radiallahu anha, she said, tabaluka alladhi wasi'a sab'uhu kulla shayin. Blessed be Allah whose hearing encompasses everything. And then she mentioned she was in the room with the Prophet and the woman, and she couldn't hear everything that Allah, that the woman was saying. But Allah who was above the heavens, he heard everything, and then he sent down the verse to the Prophet. It's important that we believe correctly. This is the part of having shyness for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that our belief and our understanding of Islam is correct. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned, inna lillahi tis'a wa tis'een isman wa man ahsaha dakhal al-jannah that indeed Allah, he has 99 names. Whoever memorizes them, he will enter into paradise. What is meant by memorizing them? Meaning that a person memorizes the name, he understands it correctly, and he lives his life in accordance to that. Allah is as-samir, Allah is the all-hearing, so he's careful with his speech. Allah is al-basir, Allah is the all-seeing, so he's careful with his actions. Allah is al-khabir, the all-aware, he's careful with that which he does because he know Allah's, he's Allah, he sees him, he hears him, he's aware. This is how the person observes the shyness and the mannerisms with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from amongst those who will memorize his name and his names and live their lives in accordance with him and enter into the paradise. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from amongst those who preserve their heads and preserve their insides, their bellies, and stay away from the haram. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us amongst those who truly desire to hear after and do not chase after the life of this world at the expense of our deen.
وسبحانك اللهم وبحمدك أشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت استغفرك وأتوب إليك أقيم الصلاة